0: the following podcast is scheduled for one fall hailing from the pro wrestling tees headquarters in chicago illinois he is your host of the pwt cast
1: scrum! bang bang what is up you guys welcome to episode 145 of the pwt cast my name is scrum and this is the official podcast of pro wrestling tees bringing you- brand new episodes right here on this very feed every monday uh if you already aren't make sure you're following us over on uh, twitter and instagram we're at PWTcast. cast uh if you want to hear some more additional content you can head over to patreon.com forward slash pwt cast uh this week we'll feature the return of uh of, of a segment that you guys particularly enjoyed um or a show for the uh 10 and up tiers uh i will be bringing back this week and next week uh go go scrump and stink uh, my little buddy our little buddy mark Villanueva joined me this week uh to record some some fun episodes so we'll be dropping um this week is it'll be an episode covering power rangers Zio, which was the second generation second iteration and then uh next week we'll be covering power rangers turbo uh which is sort of like a weird like it, by proxy of you have to mention the movie and talk about the movie as that's how they're introduced it's sort of a little bit of a review of that movie um but also like the the power rangers tv show and then next month we actually have a pretty fun one planned where uh mark and i because a a big thing that we talked about were the power ranger theme songs um so next month we will be doing an episode where i will be going through each of the theme songs and sort of just uh i i mean i guess it'd be hard to say ranking because there's something like 20 of them um but just sort of going through them and and stuff like that so so yeah so that will be coming back uh and as far as that and then so it'll be an episode of uh go go scrump and stank as well as uh for anyone signed up to the five dollar and up tier uh an episode of jersey girl with myself and juan ramirez again it's our weekly kevin smith we're going through the kevin smith pantheon of movies uh we've done everything up until jersey girl now which will be dropping um like i mentioned this friday uh trevor and i just talked last week um trevor and i did uh pulp fiction as well as myself and my lovely girlfriend veronica we did dr strange so that was a pretty packed week um and so yeah you know the month is, is slowly coming to an end next week we'll be talking uh myself and juan again star wars a new hope uh we i was like this is the one with obi-wan so we should talk about that and then as we were finishing Jersey Girl, a little bit of a spoiler, we we're like, oh, we probably should have done episode one, as that's where Ian McGregor is introduced. But regardless, there's always room for episode one. Let's see how well this Obi-Wan shows, uh, how well the reception is for that. And then, you know, we can then we can start delving more into the uh, the Star Wars universe as I'm sort of going all over the place, you know, myself and myself and Trevor doing the Quentin Tarantino-verse, myself and, uh, Juan doing the, uh, VUS universe, as well as, I guess, now the Star Wars universe, and, of course, Veronica, I wind up doing most of the MCU, uh, universe with her, but, of course, that's patreon.com forward slash pwtcast, you can sign up for all that stuff, all, all the goodies over there, um, it'll explain, um, but uh yeah, again, uh, joining me this week as the the effort mentioned, the the lovely uh Veronica. Veronica, my love, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good,
1: how are you? Uh, well I'm doing fantastic. Uh I, I get to record with you, which is always uh it's always a pleasure. It's always a gift. Um but no, yeah, you and like honestly, for, for those of you guys who watched Dynamite this last week, um <clears throat> which you all should. You all should be watching and recording on your DVRs as well. And tell all your friends and family to as well. Um, uh, Especially if you're in the 18 to 39 demographic or 49 demographic, whatever it is. Uh, But there was this one crazy fucking spot. And you guys all know what I'm talking about. Where during the uh, no DQ, falls count anywhere, whatever the hell it was match. With Jeff Hardy and Darby Allin in the Owen Hart tournament. uh, They set up the eight chairs. And... Jeff Hardy was on them, and and Darby did the swanton off the ladder and landed on all of them. That is how Veronica and I feel. It, like it's thing safe to say, right? That's pretty much how we feel after just this nonstop weekend of driving.
0: Yeah, my body feels like what I would imagine Darby Allen's body felt like when that chair went right into his waist. Like that's exactly how
1: i'm feeling yeah well i tell you what yeah we um uh earlier uh on friday we left to uh bloomington indiana to the what was it the university of what it's indiana university oh indiana university go hoosiers i think that's i think that's that um yeah your your uncle was getting married it was our second gay wedding you know, as, as you yeah. know, my, my cousin, she got married uh, earlier in the year and we went to that. And uh, yeah, we went to your uncle's wedding as well. And um, <clears throat> we had to drive. Down. It was like a four hour. It was like a four or five hour drive. Cause, well,
0: it was like that for you it was three hours for me. So like I was only in the car for three hours, but your drive was a bit longer.
1: Yeah, it took me about three hours to get to you. And uh, mm-hmm. then yeah, then getting over there was like another three, which was just again, it's like one of those and it's so it's so weird because like I've um for any of you guys who like know me, like I, I briefly went to community college. I went to write and um it was cool, it was fine, but like I basically just did a semester and was like, Yeah, this isn't for me. Like it was always kind of like not really my thing. I much rather like I don't know, figure out what I want to do. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to go to full sale university and this was before they started working with wwe like now you're probably not aware either um there's this film school down in florida called full Sail university and now they work closely with wwe with their nxt program um like my cousin when she was going down there she was like yeah they make us work with wwe and i'm just like oh poor oh you have to fucking work with like nxt that is my dream Um, and I, like, I I remember specifically wanting to go there, and my parents were like, no, like, we're fucking lower middle class, we cannot send you to Florida to live and to go to school, sorry, and I'm just like, oh man, that sucks, and then, like, CM Punk quits WWE that week too, and I'm just like, god damn it, like, how can things get any worse, uh, and then is like, we're partnering with Full Sail University, and going forward, like, all the film department students will be working with them, and I was just like, yeah that's the icing on the cake like don't get to go there and they get to do all this cool shit um but that was where i wanted to go and i did eventually wind up going to a film school to to try back a flashpoint here in chicago but um that didn't just didn't work out so i've never actually had the full-on college experience and you know you haven't either correct right what like what did you do any like community college or any anything
0: no i did a a few months um with online schooling and um stuff like that through my previous job which um they paid for like 100 percent for me to start going to school because i wanted to work in human resources and then i left the company actually right after those three months and I actually got a job in human resources without without even having to get a degree but that was only a little bit that I did
1: yeah like you know and I know some of you guys listening right now like you know fully went to school did the old, did everything but like I don't know that was just foreign to me like even my friends like yeah you know like I specifically like like uh Marty Nate and Stephanie like I know they they all went out to other I don't know what colleges, but I know they went out of state and we would, I would have like friends of ours was like, yeah, we're going for this weekend to, to go visit, you know, so-and-so. And And it's like, well, you guys have fun. I am going to stay here and and not do that. You know, like I just, I don't know. It wasn't my thing. I'm not much of a partier. And I just, I don't know, didn't want to go. And so the only experience really that I had with any, with the whole college experience, the whole college, all that was like, movies, you know, the Van Wilders, the American Pies, the 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 road trips, like those movies. Those movies were the only reference I had to anything. Like I I like so far to the point where I've never even been to like a college like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and so like we pull into this little town and I like I remember just like telling you I was like holy shit like this is crazy. Like this this is one of these little towns you know like it, it almost felt like we were like dropped into like one of these movies.
0: Mm-hmm yeah. It was, a, it was a nice little town. A lot of my friends went to school at Bloomington and I just very much like you didn't have any desire to go visit or do any of that partying and stuff like that. Like it just wasn't for me. So it was uh is very interesting to actually see it for the first time. Um it was beautiful though.
1: Yeah, like especially because um like your uncle told the story of how he was like I he, the the story that he told was you know, he fell in love uh, with the school like at a very young age, when he had just fallen, in, he had just like fallen in love with the Harry Potter movies. And then you know he goes and visits the campus because I believe it was his sisters who went there. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense because again, like when you're in there, I mean when you're in there, it's pretty big. Like, um, uh, oh no, I have to sneeze. Uh, like, uh, yeah, a lot of the decor is pretty <laughs> gothic and stuff like that. Like it looks like. You know, like you know you could tell but when you're walking on the outside like it was when we were walking to that bar that was one of those things where i just like looked over and i was like holy shit like it it was literally just that you know like you look and it looks like a fucking castle
0: yeah it's it's a it's a beautiful campus um i thought it was it was cool i, I also liked the hotel that we stayed at was a part of the campus actually um so that was really neat because Everything was in that vicinity. Like, we didn't have to go anywhere really. Like, we went down the hall from our hotel room to go and go to the wedding reception and go to the garden party and stuff like that. So, that was really cool
1: yeah, and convenient. Th- yeah. The only other wedding that I've been to is Frank, as you know, Frank Spahick, a uh, former guest of the show, a friend of the show. Um, and with, with his, it was this beautiful vineyard, but we had to take like a party bus there and back because um again it was like a small little quaint town in like michigan like i I've, it was awesome like i really liked it because um, it just it, again gave you like a small town vibe from like one of these like horror movies you know like i remember at one point me frank and uh cmt one of one of the guys that used to work with us we were just which but it was weird because the hotel had like a very strict you can't be outside or in the lobby past like a certain time it was very weird Very like everything closed down super early, like we wound up all going to like some brewery, and they closed at like ten, and then they were like, yeah, everything is closed, like nothing is open. Like me and CMT had to go to Walmart because he forgot his toothbrush and I needed, um, I needed my deodorant. I forgot my deodorant. He forgot his toothbrush. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like let's go to let's go to Walmart. And even then, we had to drive like 40 minutes. Like, it was just, there was (laughs) nothing that was open, like, super late. Um, But, and so, again, it was one of those things where everyone's like, make sure you have everything because, yeah, like, if you, like, if you forget something, like, you're you're not going back, you know? Like, you're stuck out in this fucking vineyard in the middle of nowhere, um, which is very, it gave me a lot of Jeepers Creepers vibes. Like, literally, that's, that's 100%. Think of, think of Jeepers Creepers too. You know how they're just, like, stuck in, like, there's all these yeah. cornfields. fields. That was literally what what this was except it was all like vineyards and stuff. Um That
0: sounds like my kind of party.
1: Oh, you 100% you would have enjoyed it. Uh but no, yeah, with this was awesome. Like yeah, like everything was on campus like uh I, there was a Starbucks like on a level cuz I was I was feeling a little sick. I don't <laughs> It's a, this thing now where it's like with with me in particular. I don't know if it's allergies, like I get when when the weather changes this frequently like i i start to get sick you know it's so it might be allergies it might just be the weather change also my t- my wisdom tooth was hurting so it might have been that because sometimes when it grows like i i don't know it's weird sometimes my wisdom tooth hurts and then i feel like i'm getting sick um and then i was like i don't know maybe covid like i get, it's just it's one of those things where it's like gotta roll the fucking dice you know mm-hmm. um and so i was just like you know you, you needed coffee and I was like, I need another tea because I just I was like, si- I was like six balls deep in like six of those fucking medicine balls, medicine ball <laughs> teas this week, um, uh, and yeah, it was like it was on our level, and it was one of those things where I just I saw just a, like one of the cleaning ladies and was like, hey, where is it? And everything was just like there, everything like there was like a grocery store in in that place too. Like I don't know if you noticed when we went to like the garden party, um, there's like a little grocery store right there by the bathrooms.
0: Yeah, do you know, I just want to tell everyone right now, it was the best feeling in the world, getting out of the shower and like just having my robe on, doing my hair and makeup and having Starbucks brought to me. Like, that was the absolute best way to get ready in the morning. Like, I wish I could have Starbucks like that every morning when I got ready because that was perfect and it was a great start to my day. And And I cannot believe, like, they're so blessed to have that in their building, like.
1: And when we live together, you will have coffee. Will it be Starbucks? No. But I will put it in a Starbucks cup for you,
0: if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I remember you uh, You said it would be called Scrump Bucks. Yeah, Scrump Bucks,
1: you know. Uh, it'll be like <laughs> that episode of Nathan For You, where I'll just copy the – Oh, God, you have not even – you've never watched Nathan For You. Oh, man.
0: I have not. I have not.
1: Ooh, Nathan For You. There's a – it's fun show i I, I literally cannot get into it now at one point he gets sued by starbucks because he he starts up there's this coffee store the whole the whole premise here i am saying i'm not going to talk about it i'm going to talk about it it's okay i'm pretty sure ryan mears is a fan of nathan for you so i'm going to talk about it for him very briefly the whole purpose of the show is he helps these small businesses uh try to like get more customers by doing ridiculous things like for instance one of them is there's a tv store and he's saying that he will match with best buy and offer this like giant tv for like 200 bucks less than best buy the only thing is to get it you have to crawl through a room with a live alligator and if you make it past the alligator then you, you can get the tv but it's like a fucking giant live alligator you know, very like, uh, like very weird things like that. And there's one point where he there's this coffee, uh, coffee shop where he's just like, okay, let's just change the name to dumb Starbucks, they like, literally change the name to dumb Starbucks, same logo, same everything, everything is the same, and, like, it becomes huge. It Like, ironically, it becomes fucking massive to the point where, like, Starbucks, like, tries to sue them. But I think it's, like, because of parody law, like, they lose that, like, in court. Like, it was just a huge thing. Um, but, Nathan, for you, three seasons on uh, Hulu, I believe. Because it was Comedy Central. Very funny. You'd enjoy it. You'd dig it. Noted. Uh, yeah, no, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was a beautiful reception. Again, and it's just, there's something about, like, old buildings to me. Like, I told you, like, I love like I just I love old buildings like I'm a history buff in that where like specifically in Chicago like I follow a lot of these like uh there's one Facebook page it's called like vanish the Chicago another one's just like old school Chicago just seeing what things used to look like or seeing how things used to be and whenever I whenever I come across like a building like that that like again for the most part it was like pretty much intact like it was in good shape again like it looked a little bit older because it's been around for a few years you know um but like at one point when uh like i like i told you i had to take the stairs at one point because there was like two separate weddings there was like a wedding there's two weddings and a prom going on all at once like i don't know this this was the hot yeah the, the,
0: it was awkward <laughs> i don't know i was just like what is there a prom doing here and there was also a graduation yeah like i don't know it was just it was, uh, it was a very
1: busy weekend. Yeah, it was it was a hot place to be. Um, but at one point, I was like walking to – I walked to one of the bathrooms, and I'm like looking – oh, no, no, no. It was when I went to the microwave. I'm sorry. I There's this like hallway with just all these like old-timey photos. And I remember, again, like I mentioned when I went to write, when I was a kid – I used to go to Wright College. Of course, if you live in Chicago, it's it's up near Norwich. It's it's a community college. It's pretty big. It, it's it's nice. It's decent. Like that's where most people. If you go to community college, it's likely you're going to Truman, Malcolm X, or Wright. Like the three, depending on where you live in the city, you're going to one of the three. Like, uh, you know, um, and this mm-hmm. one. Uh, like we used to go there a lot like open swim there was open swims on fridays so my dad would take me and my sister there all the time and one of the cool things was like looking at all the old photos like just looking at old photos from like the 40s and shit like that where i'm just like wow most of these people are probably dead by now you know like it was just fucked up like as as a kid i'm just like yeah like most of these people are probably fucking dead um but yeah no it was like a fucking awesome building like again just um a very fun time very pleasant time but yeah man like Oh, just, I like, and even today I had, I had a bunch of running around to do as well. Like returning things that we bought that we didn't need. Um, the things that were wrong side, so just the worst. And like, I got, I literally got home, took a nap and it was like, uh, for you Moon Knight fans. Um, it was like, I went from, uh, Steven Grant to Mark Spector. Cause I just didn't remember anything. And I was just like, what? I was like, my sleep is over. Like it is, it had been like an hour and I just did not feel like anything. But, um, I got some pizza in me and I got a ginger ale in me, so, uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good right now. <laughs> um, but hey, I, I mentioned the Owen Hart tournament and, uh, I get just in general, like, fucking uh, these next few weeks of Denmark are like, they're getting them pretty fucking stacked. Like, um, I was listening to like a podcast and they were talking about like this upcoming Wednesday's episode of Dynamite and like, first off, your your non wrestling things. You got Jericho and and William Regal coming face to face, a confrontation. Because of course, for for those of you guys who saw, um, you know, uh, the, uh, what is it, the fucking, what the fuck do they call it, the Blackpool. Combat Club, you know, they came to the aid of uh, Eddie Kingston and proud and powerful against the the Jericho Appreciation Society and you had fucking William Regal just delivering that fucking sweet ass clothesline to to Chris Jericho. You know, so you got those two guys uh Wardlows taking 10 lashes uh which I mean again non-wrestling things but those will probably take up a good amount of time But you get to the wrestling. Fuck. First you have you have Britt Baker. Uh it, it, they call it like Wildcard Wednesday because you have both Britt Baker and Samoa Joe wrestling a Joker. I wish they were wrestling each other honestly cuz that would probably be a much better match. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Britt Baker is going to win as it would be weird or I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's like someone brand new that they're signing, it'll probably be them that wins cuz it's always weird in wrestling when you like here's this fucking brand pr- new person we just debuted and they lost you know
0: i'm just i'm not about to make any predictions because i feel like every time i do that the exact opposite <laughs> happens or like i jinx it and i'm just i'm just gonna stay away from the predictions that, that's just what i'm gonna do from now on <laughs> well you have
1: her and joe and like i i think in Britt's case i think she's winning that and i think in joe's case the joker is winning that specifically because a lot of people are like Theorizing about who it could be and stuff like like some people have said Miro, um, because he has been away like filming a TV show, and I'm like, okay, that would be fun, like, that'd be cool. But there's also uh, a wrestler who he quit WWE, um, by the name of Cesaro Claudio Casanoli. I don't know what the fuck he's going by now. I think he said he's going by like Claudio Cesaro, which is sure, but uh, a lot of people have theorized that it's him, which I mean, again would be super cool if it was um but you also have uh so aew right now is at a point where they are they're they got their hands in the pot everywhere you know you have people from impact uh ring of honor uh, new japan coming in and they also have a working relationship with another company uh, called ddt uh, ddt is a company in japan where kenny omega got uh he got really famous in before he, he jumped over to new japan um they do have serious wrestling but for the most part they are known primarily for a lot of like silly billy wrestling um like i mentioned someone who i'm going to talk about later like i mentioned kota abushi i've mentioned kota abushi to you plenty of times um mm-hmm like most famously he wrestles like a blow-up doll uh and <laughs> like a like a match he wrestles, he just straight up wrestles like a blow-up doll you know and there's like a match where he's like setting off fireworks just very goofy stuff like that but they're they're one of their top guys um his name is uh konosuke, konosuke takashida he's wrestling hangman page with cm punk on commentary which like it's been fun what they've been doing with both hangman and cm punk where like you know you got one week where cm punk or or hangman Page is coming across as the bad guy and then you had fucking full-on this week cm punk coming across as the bad guy um which again it's just pretty fun because it's like you know these are two two of like the top good guys the, the, the top faces of that company um and it's just like they're both pretty good at being like really shitty to each other you know so um pretty excited you know what will come from that because again you know they had their little face to face uh this last week um but again in the owen tournament you you got uh two other second round matches already going on. like they're going pretty quickly through this um you got mm-hmm. kyle o'reilly versus ray phoenix um which like i i don't i don't know how much you've, you've pretty much only seen kyle o'reilly in aew right right man you are in for a treat yeah the guy is fucking amazing like in in new japan he was heavily featured in their juniors division which is just like the more high flyers like the the smaller guys and he is just fucking he is one of those guys that can pull out like all these crazy ass moves out of nowhere like these crazy counters and reversals so him versus ray phoenix so again ray phoenix is like he's like a, a human video game you know where like Sometimes you just like watch him and you're like, what do you, like, how does, how is a human being <laughs> like moving like that? Like, it doesn't make sense. Um That should be fun. And of, of course, what I assume is going to main event is Adam Cole and, and Jeff Hardy. Uh Again, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's these dream matches where like Tony Khan is essentially like, you know, like he's essentially just the fucking, all the kid with all the cool toys, you know, like, this yeah. kid- this guy gets to just play with everything like it's i don't know to me it's just like it's wild that like yeah this is just a normal episode this isn't even a pay-per-view like in a like in another world everything that i just mentioned could be like from top to bottom like a a pay-per-view quality you know show where you could Mm -hmm. be like yeah it's 20 bucks and people would be like okay here you go but no this is just for free on tv yeah
0: it almost feels criminal
1: yeah you know shout shout out uncle tony for uh you know for for giving us that um for always coming through e- exactly for always coming through um what do you call it yeah no i, I was I was gonna mention too like I, cause, you know i've of course like i i i've been talking like a lot about it with just in general how i'm like kota bushi needs to wrestle kenny omega kota bushi, like they finally need to do that again they need to do it but like earlier this week like kota abushi was like like what what is what is the most toxic way that you've ever quit a job
0: uh i don't know i guess (laughs) that's such a i mean i feel like there's a lot to unpack with that question
1: what what is the Um, most unprofessional way you've quit a job like knowing full well like they are not bringing me back and good i fuck them i don't want to come back
0: um i guess it would be with the most previous job from the one i had now i mean it wasn't really on me Uh, personally it's not how i would like to quit a job i mean i feel like anywhere i've previously been employed i don't see it as burning bridges it's just me being me i don't like to quit things like that like i would rather put in like my time leave on good terms but looking back at it now i'm just like you know like for what just because of like i'm not ever going back but um the previous job that I had before I've been where I'm at now. Um, They were like really shitty. And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck this. I was like, uh, I'm leaving. And then I was like, I think I'm going to take uh, LOA and we'll see what happens. And then literally like a day later, I was like, no, you know what? I don't want to do that. I'm just not coming back. And uh, I guess like, like I said, it wasn't really on me, but that probably wasn't the most professional thing to do, but I just felt extremely wronged and i reacted and uh i still i still don't regret it i still don't think it was a bad thing to do but i would say that's definitely the most unprofessional i've ever been like with anything
1: now let's say this telecommunications company that you previously worked at we won't name the name um (laughs) let's say they were involved with the yakuza and it was it was a big no-no to bring that up because it's one of those unspoken rules where allegedly they may have at some point or are involved with the, the Yakuza. Well, this motherfucker, he's going around dropping fucking, again, like, talking shit about people saying, like, you can't trust them. They're stealing money from me. They're lying to everyone. And then this motherfucker starts, starts saying, bringing up the Yakuza. So it's like one of those things where people are just like, if he's not fired, like, and again, it's like, people don't know if it's like, maybe like he, he wants to quit and they won't let him quit. So he's just like, all right, fuck it. Like, where's that bridge? I'm going to blow that fucking bridge up while I'm still on it. We don't know yet, but like, yeah, this guy's starting to bring that into it. And again, it's one of those things where I guess like in Japan, it's like, it's, it's a big no, no. So I don't know how soon it is that really that will i don't know if we'll get to see that match at least not probably not at like forbidden door but like it's a little bit of a bummer because yeah like you know kota bush again like there's i need to show you some kota Bushi matches but like this guy is fucking amazing one and he's like he looks like he looks like he looks like he's just a little boy but he's like, he's like almost a 40 year old man and he is just the way he moves in the ring same thing like i i've seen this guy get dropped on his neck like gross disgusting I won't show you those matches because you'll think he's dead the way he gets just dropped on his neck and he's perfectly fine like it's just it's crazy it's just it's scary the bumps he's taken and just gotten up like nothing you know like some of these people like Chris Jericho is one of these people who granted he hasn't taken crazy bumps and stuff like that but like he is just someone who's been lucky where he's just never really been hurt you know he, he broke his arm once in like WCW and like broke a tooth once in a ladder match. But even then, he was, was he missed like a week or two, maybe, and then was back. Like, you know, um, but yeah, no, that's it's crazy because again, it's like when you start talking about like yakuza and shit like that, that's one of those things where it's like, brother, you better, you better be out of Japan because, um, they take that pretty serious over there. Um, and like, it is just, yeah, it, it is, ho- ho- again, hopefully, uh, like I mentioned, it is more so um, just him sort of having a little a b, as we call it, you know? Because, yeah, listen, w- everyone goes through it sometimes. You know, everyone gets frustrated. And hopefully it is him just having a b, and, you know, things get sorted out and everything's cool um, because those are some serious allegations to be thrown around. You know, bringing up the Yakuza like that, like, yeah. yeah, like you don't fuck around with that shit. Um, but yeah, uh, I have a few more things over here in our notes that I didn't want to bring up. Um, I'm going to talk about it now. Spoilers if you haven't watched Multiverse of Madness. I mean, one, everyone who's in the Illuminati has been, uh, they've been revealed on Twitter. Everyone's talked about it. They've been they've put out pictures and stuff like that. You could you could go onto YouTube and find full on videos or TikTok. I've seen I've seen high quality videos, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. So again, if you haven't seen it, I don't know. Maybe skip forward five minutes, hopefully, and I'm done talking about it. Um, but yeah, it, it, like I, I was talking about it with you, where like um, one of the things that I hate after these movies come out is usually they'll get the writers of the show or of the show or the the writers of the the writer or writers of the movie and they'll talk with them you know they'll be like oh hey um you know we had heard at one point uh you know that they were gonna do this they were gonna do that and more often than not i'm like well don't fucking tell me you know like it's uh, the, the only way i can equate it is like like what what is the one thing that you would have that you wanted the most for Christmas as
0: a kid? Um I don't know. I, I there was like a year I I mean this isn't going to sound very cool, but it sounded really cool for me and I really wanted <laughs> I wanted a wagon. <laughs> like a, a a bread wagon, like an old school wagon. Okay, so that was me. That was the coolest thing on on my list. And, you know, you know what? No, it it still sounds actually really cool. So not embarrassed at all.
1: (laughs) Okay, so how about this? Let's let's say that that was what you wanted. All you wanted was this fucking wagon. You Mm -hmm. wanted this wagon so bad you know, and you heard, and you heard from everyone talking where they her, like, you know, you heard your, your, your siblings talking, like, I hear Veronica's gonna get that red wagon, like, really? Yeah, she's gonna, fuck. she's gonna get that fucking red wagon, and then, you know, Christmas comes, and you open up a box, um, and it's not a red wagon, it's like, a um, a blue scooter instead, you know, and you're just like, oh, okay, like, it's cool, like, a blue scooter is fine, but you really wanted a red wagon, you know? And you're just like, and you accept it, you're like, you know what, that's fine, like, you know, red wagon is cool, like, but the blue, you know, the the blue fucking, uh, uh what I say, blue scooter is even, it's fine, like, you'll settle for that, it's okay, you know? Then, fucking imagine that your mom starts going around telling everyone, Well, I was gonna get her the red wagon because it would have been super cool for her to get this fucking red wagon. Um, Yeah, but then I don't know, we just didn't. You know, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Don't tell me that. Like, you know, like keep that to yourself. Like, you know, like don't go around telling everyone I was gonna get her that red wagon. Inside thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) but then I didn't because that's what's been going on. Where uh, Michael Waldron, the the writer of. Dr. Strange of the Multiverse of Madness, he's been going around talking about like, oh, yeah, uh, I I did want Tom Cruise to to be in there as uh, the Iron Man, the superior Iron Man variant. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He just didn't do it. And like, yeah, Deadpool was actually uh, written into, you know, into this. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He just didn't do it. Like it's one of those things where he's gone around like talking about, like all this stuff that was supposed to happen. Like I guess the the one of the original the original opening scene for the movie, because um, so we see Baron Mordo in this movie. You know his, his friend, uh-huh. who at the end of the last one we saw him. You know he's like, oh, I need to kill all other fucking wizards and stuff. And like he cripples the one guy. Um, you know at the end of the movie and stuff like that. So we were supposed to see that version of him, like going around hunting like sorcerers and he would come across Wanda and she would just straight up decapitate him. And that would have served as like, here's a clear indicator that like she is not to be fucked with. She is, she is the clear bad guy in this. And you know, like we are going full on with like the violence and gore. We didn't get that instead, you know, he kills a giant squid Which, you know, I was like, again, that was cool. It was cool to see him do that, but it's like, I don't know. But then again, like, just to, it's one of those, like, don't tell me about all this cool stuff you wanted to do, because, like, I don't know, like, it's just kind of like, yeah, I I get what
0: you mean. Um, On another note, though, I I actually, I did get the wagon that Christmas, so.
1: Yeah, well, I, well, I didn't fucking get Tom Cruise, babe. All right. I didn't get fucking Tom Cruise. <laughs> and I don't even like Tom Cruise. All right. But I just want to see Goddamn Iron Man. All right. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy we got your wagon. I didn't get my Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, but no, funny enough, uh, one thing that we did almost get, though, was um, of course, you have uh, John Krasinski come in as Mr. Fantastic. Whether yeah. Or not, uh, w- which uh, was weird because, like, th- the theater we were in, like, the audience was very quiet. You know, like, they didn't really pop for anything. They didn't make noise for everything. Like, if anything, it was me who was just like, oh, babe, babe, the music that they're playing is from the is from the X-Men animated, you know? Like, I was the one fucking just like, that's the X-Men the animated series music, like, talking and stuff, you know? Like, everyone else, like, there was this little, like, European boy next to us, who him and his dad were having the time of their life. They had, like, all the food available on the menu. Um
0: Yeah, they were just going to town. Oh, they... <laughs>
1: They have the most food to the point where, like, at one point, some fucking some like employee walks in. She's like, did you guys order the burger?
0: Yeah. You know, there's for sure some money laundering or something going on in that situation. There's no way you go to the movies and you buy that much food unless you're some sort of drug dealer or you're in the mafia. No (laughs) one can afford that. Nobody can afford that.
1: For those for, for those of you guys, Veronica has this theory that if you get candy from the movie theaters, you're a, you're a drug
0: dealer. <laughs> no, not just candy. I'm talking about snacks, drinks, candy, all of it. Popcorn, all that.
1: Well, I don't sell drugs and I buy those things for you when we go to the movies.
0: I still have my suspicions.
1: If I was a drug dealer, I would have a much. No, I, I wouldn't. have. I'd, I would probably still be as frugal as I am. I'm not a drug dealer at all. I listen. I've watched. I'm. I'm going through Better Call Saul. And you know they haven't even got into all the 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 druggy drug parts yet. I I don't have the stomach for it. I couldn't do it. That's why there's only one Gus Fringe, Fring. You know, and it's not me. You
0: know? mm-hmm.
1: Better call Scrump. No, no, no. Better call Saul. He'll fucking. But I would help. say
0: if I was a drug dealer and I was trying to hide it.
1: Well, regardless, like the movie theater didn't, re- they didn't really make a lot of noises. Like I remember when, uh, like, when seeing you know Avengers Endgame and there's a fucking portal scene and everyone's fucking like everyone's in their seat convulsing, foaming at the mouth, having like an aneurysm because everything's just going so wild. And then like that's me like in uh, uh, No Way Home when like you know you start seeing fucking uh the daredevil and and spider-man like you were there i was sitting there crying when these people were showing up and i'd already seen this movie before um and like yeah like you know you have the illuminati being revealed and stuff like that um and when John john krasinski shows up as mr fantastic um there was no reaction like it was one of those things where i was like oh shit, cool like you know um But, like, I've seen, like, people's TikToks where, like, people fucking lose it and stuff like that. Um, All all to say, though, you know, originally, um, I guess he wasn't their first choice. He was their second choice, which is weird because um, for years now, like, literal years, people have been campaigning that they want him, uh, they wanted him in the role of Mr. Fantastic. You know, originally, John Krasinski, I don't know if you know this, um, he was going to be Captain America before Chris Evans got the role. Oh, wow.
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Originally he was going to be that. Um, and Emily Blunt, his wife, she was at one point supposed to be black widow and then Captain Marvel. And then like someone like poor fucking Emily Blunt, they've turned her down. Like every time, every opportunity they can, they turn her down. Um, But, uh, yeah, so people have wanted him as, like, Mr. Fantastic and her as uh, Mrs. Fantastic, his wife. Um, I don't... I think she's kind of just, like, over it now as far as, like, the the comic roles go. Um, But originally, from from what I was reading, that role was supposed to go to uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond. Um, You know, we saw him as uh, Benoit Blanc in uh, Knives Out. uh, (laughs) Which, like, it's one of those weird... Like, I... You don't watch those. You've never watched or do you watch those James Bond movies?
0: Uh no. No, I have not. I wanted to, I just didn't.
1: I don't know. To me, and like I've I mentioned, they're like they're like they're like old dad movies. You know.
0: I mean, I I didn't really like I don't know. I was really into like Golden and shit when I was a kid, like video game wise but um i never really got into the movies i just never heard anything good about them so i just never like wasted my time i guess
1: yeah like i know listen i know some people are crazy you know they're gaga for them they love them but like eh, again to me it's like i don't know again and i like and i'm sure i am positive that if i watched them i would love them but i just you know i'm like i just i don't want i don't i don't know i don't want anything to to do with them because i'm just like "Eh." it's mostly like you know you know who at my job he really likes them and he's like ah they're the best movies ever and i'm like shut the fuck up they're not (laughs) (laughs) they're not it's just like when i was a kid and uh they would they would play that peanuts commercial uh that was like this is the best cartoons ever and because of that i never watched any of the peanuts movies so um but all to say, yeah, he was, I guess, at one point supposed to be, like, Mr. Fantastic and stuff like that. Um, and I'm just like, oh, like, that would have been cool. Like, again, there's no word yet on whether or not uh, John Krasinski is coming back as Mr. Fantastic. Like, clearly, it would, clearly based on what happens to him, which I'm not going to spoil, I'm not going to tear apart your dreams of him as a Mr. Fantastic, because that version... We might not see, but, uh, you know, if he was like the MCU's version, you know, would that be, would that be something you're interested in? If they're like, Hey, here's a fantastic four movie and got old Jim from the office.
0: I think he is an awesome actor and you know what I think, um, had things not panned out the way they did, it could have been really cool. And that's that's all I'm going to say on the matter
1: no but you know like what what i'm saying you know is that he that is just one version you know like that's not that's not like the the 616 the mcu proper the, the one that we've been watching right. you know that's right. not that version yet so there could be you know there's a universe where you know he can be our you know mr fantastic is that something you'd want to see
0: oh hell yeah
1: yeah right like i think that'd be you know that'd be pretty cool like i don't like i don't know how big you are in the fantastic four um but, like, people are always talking about, like, who should play all the characters. There's the character of The Thing, you know, Ben Grimm, the fucking, the giant green, or the giant orange rock man. And for some reason, like, this man's name keeps coming up, like, in, in more recent years. And people are like, Seth Rogen should voice him, which I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm down for Seth Rogen voicing anyone, you know?
0: I, I really wasn't a fan of Fantastic Four, though, to be honest. <sighs> like... And I hate Jessica Alba. I'm just going to say it because no one else will. I think she's a fucking idiot. I just don't like her at all.
1: There's that baby brand that Target sells that is apparently hers.
0: Um I've never heard of it and that's prob- probably probably cuz it sucks. I mean, aside from me not having children.
1: No, there um, it is like a huge brand. Like there's some parent right now who they're <laughs> like, "Oh, it's but like if you go to Target, it's like their brand of baby stuff." Um yeah, I mean, I don't I like you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't really care for her. Like I only really remember her from like from those Fantastic Four movies, Sin City and like Idle Hands. I know she's been in other things and I'm sure she was okay in them. But like, you know, don't really Yeah. She wasn't really like anything that stuck out. But even with those Fantastic Four movies from back in the day, like that was at a time when like those superhero movies were different, you know, like they weren't taken as seriously as they are now. And like,
0: Oh no, I agree. I definitely like, I didn't even really dabble in, um, superhero movies because of that. i I'm like, these fucking suck. Like I just wasn't a fan. Um, like I mentioned before, there are some movies that I would see all the time in movies that were superhero movies. But as for that one, not a fan at all.
1: Uh, let me ask you something did you ever watch any of the pokemon movies uh
0: no i don't think so actually
1: okay cuz as as i'm sort of transitioning from this uh multiverse of madness which again features one it ca- features you know the, the main villain of the film and and wanda you know and of course uh, one of the things to to prepare you for the for the movie was we watched the show WandaVision. vision um i came across this tiktok this was like a this was a few weeks back actually um and it's since then blown up it's caught traction um i'll link this article in the uh description notes um just because it, it it is rather interesting because again i saw the um i saw the tiktok a while back and again it's it sort of since blown up then but the the article is, is on gamerant.com and it says video accuses wandavision of stealing its plot from the third pokemon movie um and I, I i went and pretty much just transcribed the tiktok um but the the user who goes by the name um let me give him let me give them due where credit is due the tiktok user nerd nerds hype he points out which i didn't even realize that until he pointed out but i was like huh that there is a lot of fucking similarities like it is almost as if someone stole the entire plot of pokemon 3 you know the the movie and made it into you know w- what we got in as far as like wandavision and you know th- there's plenty of of coincidences i'll put it that way that happen. um a lot of times the movies are being made where sometimes one studio is working on a movie. Um, and then like an opposing studio comes out with almost the same, you know, like there was two volcano movies that came out at the same time. Um, it, just, it happens all the time. Like, you know, you had a Captain America civil war, which is basically Captain America versus um, Iron Man. And then at the same time you had, dc put out batman v superman you know very much in the mm-hmm. same way like you know uh you had all the multiverse stuff going on with uh doctor strange and the multiverse of madness dc was supposed to until they moved it because i don't know because ezra miller is just beating up everyone in hawaii uh but they moved the date of the flashpoint movie which was also basically flash and the multiverse of madness like it just it happens all the time Mm -hmm. this movie of course came out in like 2001 so it's it's weird but i'm gonna i'm gonna read you i'm gonna read read it to you so the the basic plot of the movie is that molly lives in greenfield molly's a little girl who has lost all the people she loves she's left on her own she you know she just lost her father Her, her mother's already been dead and she just lost her father well wanda lives in westview and she's also lost all the people that she loves. She lost her brother. And she just most recently lost her husband in Vision. So stricken with grief, Molly uses magic in the form of an ancient tablet or ancient tablets that summon the Pokemon unknown. Wanda also uses some magic. Uh, you know, the-, the unknown, the Pokemon, turned Molly's mansion into an impenetrable crystal fortress That is constantly expanding outwards and consuming Greenfield. Wanda also uses her magic, and her hexagon just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it's consuming more of Westview. Molly resurrects her dead father in the form of this legendary Pokemon named Entei. Wanda resurrects her dead husband, you know, in the form of Vision. Uh, Molly communicates with one of the, the one of the main characters professor Oak, who's trying to get through to her and, and, and try to fix this she communicates with him through a television where she warns him don't come into this in, into my crystal fortress i'm fine you know you can you, you leave me alone wanda does that exact same thing you know when she's communicating to you know the agents of sword and you know like everyone that's watching like leave me alone you know you, you don't need to to do anything with that and there's other like similarities, but that was sort of just the glaring obvious one where it was just like huh and uh like people argued a lot where they were just like well come on you know like it's you know like it's just coincidence you know like it was what do you mean like you know it's it's based on comic books that's all people's things they were like you know, the show takes a lot of plot points and beats from, you know, other from other comics such as like House of M, Vision Quest, or The Vision and Scarlet Witch. But in none of those comics do any of it, does any of this exact same thing happen? So it was just like one of those funny things to me where like, um it's just like a weird coincidence, don't you think? It is,
0: but like, I don't know, like Like, I see, like, I don't know. I kind of see both ends because you have, like, some instances where things really just are coincidence or, like, subconsciously you replicate something that you genuinely did not have any intention of doing that. And I mean, it's one thing to maybe be inspired by something, but it's another thing where it's very hard to do something no one has ever done. And that's where you make it your own. So, yes, it's like, it's like, um, writing a paper after reading online a research paper and then you can't copy exactly what it says but you have to put it into your own words and make your own version so that way it's not plagiarism like do you kind of get where I'm going with that like it's really hard like to um, I guess do something that no one else has done like I feel like it's, it's kind of inevitable at that point and at this point it's just recreating things maybe not on purpose but Kind of in a sense where um, it, it's inevitable and it's going to happen. You just got to do it your own way. So I wouldn't really say – I mean, I didn't watch it, but I could see the actual points you're making and that that it makes tons of sense and that's an awful coincidence. But, like, do you think it was intentional or do you think it was just coincidence?
1: Listen, I would fucking – I would love it if, like, I don't – I'm, I'm going to look up to see who exactly the writers were for WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I would fucking love it if, like – Obviously then they would never own up to it. You know, that's not something that like you fess up to. Well, I mean you can't. No. At that point, no, no, no. You can't. Um so there's uh there's several credited writers. Um I, I'm gonna go with uh Jack Schaefer as she is credited with twenty episodes, even though there's only ten. I'm gonna just I'm gonna say it's her. I would fucking love it if there, if she was just like, like, you know, everyone's talk, talking about it at work and it's like, oh, ha ha ha, you know, whatever. Um, you know, and then it's just her and like Kevin Feige, of course, Kevin Feige in charge of all of Marvel. And she goes, Hey Kevin, he's like, why is like, Come over here. I'm like, why is like, Come over here. She's like, what? She goes, y- you know, fucking, you know, that TikTok?" He's like, yeah, she goes a hundred percent. Right. I love Pokemon three, the movie. And that that is my inspiration. And he's just like, what? And he's like, yeah, that is my fucking inspiration. And he's like, you, you can't be serious. He's like, no, no, no. You can't tell anyone. I can't tell anyone. But that, that was the inspiration. And he's just like, what the fuck? And then it's like one of those things where like, you know, everyone just keeps making a joke about it, laughing it off. Like she laughs it off in interviews or she's like, oh, no, like, yeah, like my little brother or someone like Pokemon. This is a weird coincidence. You know how those things go. And she just like stares off screen to Kevin Feige, who's just sitting there, and he's just like, "I can't tell. I can't tell anyone, you know."
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like they go to go back to find the conversation <laughs> user <are> not found.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, really quick though, like again, because I, I did mention that like oh, there's a lot of films that have uh, oh no, no, just you mentioned. Uh, touching on what you said no that happens a lot in movies like people like there's always a like a a thing where like people forget with most movies like when i was so when i was in film school um one of my film teachers like told me it was like your first film is likely just going to be borrowing from other movies and that's fine like as long as you're not blatantly ripping off but it's like maybe you maybe you're watching you know this specific movie and you really like this shot so you're just going to copy that shot or maybe you know you like these specific elements about this specific movie, and you're just gonna borrow those things. You know, like um, look at Quentin Tarantino. This guy loves westerns. He loves fucking you know old samurai movies. He loves fucking you know it, it gory Italian fucking movies. And you look at something like Kill Bill, where it's like that, that's what it is. You know, look at her fighting the crazy eighty-eight. You know, you have her dressed as fucking, dressed in Bruce Lee's fucking outfit with a samurai sword. You know, cutting people (laughs) with these giant fucking fountains of blood, just spitting out like. And it's throughout all his movies. Every director does it. Everyone, every any. Think of someone you like who is who makes a who's made a movie. Odds are you you know you can you can see similarities and and sort of things of that nature. Just again, it's just it's the way they work. You know, like. (laughs) you know it's just, it, it, it's funny because um like trevor and i talk about it um like on this last episode of, of of uh scrum's family video where i where i talked about it where just again very briefly like that's not, not getting too into it i was like but I, there was one time there was someone that worked with us um who was like he'd never seen pulp fiction he was this like hoity-toity like film student and i was like how have you never seen pulp fiction and he was like i'm an artist and i i want all my i don't want any of my art to be derivative of anyone's so i haven't watched quentin tarantino's movies because um i just i don't want my art to be derivative of his and it was like oh i'm sorry but since fucking 1994 or like it's, since Reservoir dogs came out i know i think that came out in 93 i think pulp fiction pulp fiction was 94 but like since pulp fiction came out everyone has been trying to make pulp fiction like since tarantino came out everyone has tried to be quentin tarantino and it's like you're not fucking you're not gonna crack the code you know it's like you're, you're like it's fine like you can watch people's stuff can inspire you you know like it, all over this podcast there's plenty of fucking things that have inspired me from other shows from other people from other podcasters and you know it's like it's fine like, you can you take inspiration from, you know, the the things you look up to and the people you look up to and you use it in your fucking everyday life. But, like, the balls <laughs> on this kid to fucking think he was Quentin, Tarantino. he was that he was going to be the next Quentin Tarantino when it was like,
0: <sighs> yeah, like, chill out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, fucking chill, bro. Like,
0: relax. You know, uh, some people just never leave their house without their audacity.
1: <sighs> really quickly, though, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, there's like, you know two near, there's been several times or like two near identical movies were released around the same time um i found a list of uh 10 times two nearly identical movies were released around the same time this is of course from cbr.com uh writer of Sean uh Su- hey this is published oh this is published last year on my birthday oh um <laughs> again and this one is actually a little bit shocking to me so i know you've seen this movie probably countless times um this is the uh, this is the end, mm-hmm. and uh the world's end, which the, the world's end is uh um it has Simon Pe- Simon Pegg and Nick Frost um who uh, you know from um uh Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Th- this was like the third movie in that trilogy that they made because they'd done like some you know of course do Shaun of the Dead they do some cop movie and then you know uh World's End which is. I guess, yeah, like kind of thinking about it is very similar to like this is the end, you know. And, and of course, like, you know, it's one is, you know, uh, they're trying to stop the apocalypse that's being overrun, you know, LA becomes overrun with demons. And the other one is they're stopping the apocalypse when, you know, everything is overrun by aliens. So, like, very similar in nature. Um, th- this next one, though, I don't, I've never seen. Uh, either of these original ones. I'm sorry, Wes. I'm fucking sorry. I know you're mad at <laughs> me. I'm sorry. Uh, but it is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Hills Have Eyes.
0: You know. You've never seen
1: those. I've seen the remakes. I've never seen the OG ones. No.
0: Really. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Uh, per- you know what? Wes?
0: Kick his ass.
1: <laughs> Wes loves me. He would do no Full
0: such Full permission. Shit. Kick his ass. <laughs> Uh, another
1: movie, another two sets of movies that came out around the same time, uh, Turner and Hooch and Canine. Of course, uh, Turner and Hooch starring Tom Hanks and then the movie Canine, starring Jim Belushi. Uh, can't say I watched either of those, either of those two. Um, but two movies that I did watch, uh, were A Bug's Life and Ants. Of course, one of them, Disney, Pixar, and the other one, uh, DreamWorks. Um, are you an ants gal or a bug's life gal?
0: I watched both <laughs> a lot when I was a kid. um I would say bug's life was more um i guess positive and colorful whereas ants was not, but I liked both
1: <laughs> okay i- personally i I think just by virtue of I watched the bug's life more. I think that's the one that I I, I prefer. I, I know I watch ants, like once or twice, but um, I just I really love the caterpillars. Like I'm a pretty little, I'm a pretty little butterfly, you know. Is is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh the Truman Show and Ed TV. Have you have you watched the Truman Show? Mm-mm. Well, if uh if anyone wants to listen to myself and Stank review the Truman Show, Patreon.com. Um, yeah, I mean they're basically both sort of like uh, um, uh, the Truman Show is like Jim Carrey. He, he's 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 been raised uh, in this like fake world in this like giant elaborate film studio where they're just like filming his entire life, like un- unbeknownst to him. Like he he's not aware of this, and he sort of starts to realize like what the fuck is going on, and it's like a whole thing. And I get I don't know what Ed TV is, but uh, I guess it's basically the same thing um deep impact and armageddon apparently both movies about comet meteors destroying i've i've not watched either of them um i don't know you watch them
0: <laughs> i've seen armageddon but if i thought for a second everyone has until i heard your answer
1: uh another set of movies i i've watched one of these um and it was the cave and the descent the descent was a pretty fucked up one i watched that one the same night that uh i had my mustard incident i told you about that right
0: mustard incident
1: yeah where i don't eat mustard because one time uh me and my best friend ivan were sleeping over at our friend tyler's house and uh we had watched the Descent, and then we started watching cars one or two, I don't remember which one. Ivan fell asleep and Tyler thought it would be funny to put mustard in his ear. And Ivan woke up and was not pleased with this. Tyler and I both fell asleep, uh, watching Cars Two and I woke up to honey mustard just all in my mouth and Tyler got it like all over his face. But because of that I I gag thinking of mustard. Um but the descent was one that we watched earlier before uh, this mustard incident. I, I really liked that one. I remember that one being fucked up. I don't think I've ever seen The Cave.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> there was No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. I've watched one of these. I don't know which one.
0: Uh, no Strings Attached is Ashton Kutcher, Friends with Benefits is Justin Timberlake. Think the, I, I did the most help that you'll need like yeah. if you can't figure that out i don't know
1: what to tell you uh the next movie on this list is of course uh, despicable me and megamind um admittedly i have not really watched most of either of those two i've watched parts of of both but i've never really watched um yeah i've never really watched either of them like all the way through I didn't
0: watch them at
1: all. Well, all right. Well, uh, and then the last one on the list is uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, and Observant Report, which like I guess it two different movies, <laughs> two completely different movies. Um, as Observant Report, I, I I don't think Paul Blart Mall Cop ends with uh, Paul Blart fucking shooting a naked man. Sorry, spoilers. Observant Report came out fucking. 2009 um did you did you watch either of those two
0: i did not i had no interest
1: <laughs> yeah well hey you know they are they are both something i i, I can tell you that much uh but hey listen if you want to hear you want to hear me talk about some more movies patreon.com forward slash cast for as low as five bucks there's something like 80 movies that we've talked about at this point um or I think something like 60 and then you no know, like six 70 70 80 movies um i can't go through all of them sorry i have a list it's not on me uh, but i do want to give a shout out to uh the wonderful patrons of the show you yourself again you could become one of the wonderful patrons uh you know for as low as five bucks you go ahead sign up for the weekly movie review and then you know the ten dollar and up tier bunch of different you know perks uh with some cool stickers i've started to include magnets and in and th- things i have some cool magnets and stickers to, to give you guys um but of course a uh, huge shout out to uh friends of the show uh, patrons of the show and friends of the show uh clifford fraser jesse kolenberg mark villanueva joshua davis the invincible man himself ryan Mears, who just saw he, he posted he went and saw multiverse of of madness he said multiverse of Mearness. i like that uh Manuel flanagan jonathan Mayer, hot topic joe ryan crossley taffy vivian anthony torres my godfather jesus shout out jesus shout out jesus uh b dornick katie skinner steve feast rachel and of course stupid michael michael heredia i'm gonna call him stupid um but yeah uh huge shout out to all of them huge shout out to all of you listeners uh make sure to uh you know uh rate and review the show like it helps just it just helps with the algorithm helps more people find us and stuff like that give us the old you know give us the all five stars i would greatly appreciate that you know tell tell us how much you love us that's great. I'll you know, and I I haven't checked in a while, but hey, if you guys leave some interviews I'll I'll read them on here as well. Um, but yeah, again, if uh you know if you're a member of uh, the ten dollar and up tier, you will be getting an episode of Go Go Scrum and Sync this week and next week uh, with again myself myself and Mark talking some Power Rangers. Um, myself and Veronica will sit down at some point, and uh, we've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts, so we got a lot of true crime to start talking about. Um. Shout out our girl Bailey, but uh, yeah, we you know uh, a lot of fun stuff again for, for for the higher tiers of the podcast. If not, hey, listen, you don't have to support, you don't have to support the Patreon. You know, just listening to this is, is more than enough. You know, I, I I love you guys. Thank you guys again. Uh, you know, make sure you like and retweet, share, help spread the word. Let's let's get some new listeners. Let's get some more friends of the show. And um, we're coming up actually on like our three year anniversary, um, sometime next month. Which is pretty crazy actually I think I gotta look at it because I know there was the one week that missed an episode I might have to I might have to release two episodes in one week just to catch us up don't know I'll have to do the math that is off the air conversation honestly I don't know why I'm bringing this up on here now uh, but of course thank you to uh, all you guys and uh, for the PWT cast this week I've been Scrump this is Veronica and this is friend of the show Kenny Omega Kenny Omega here friend of the show unfortunately we've run out of things to
0: say and so well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.